Welcome back, friends. We are here for episode 22 of the Love Your People Well podcast. You might hear some rain in the background because it, like 10 minutes ago, just started a downpour. But you know what? The kids are at grandma's and you take every opportunity you can, right? So we're still recording. If you can hear the pitter-patter of the lovely summer rain in the background or you hear the thunder, um, you know, hey, enjoy it. It's part of the ambiance, I'm sure. But we are not going to let that slow us down. We are talking today about busyness. And that's why I'm taking this opportunity because my life is busy. And so when I have an opportunity to record an episode, I go for it. And you also might find that sometimes life is busy. The family calendar can fill up so quickly. And here in South Carolina in two weeks, less than two weeks, the kids are heading back to school. And the back to school season is often when families find things get stressful. There are so many things that we want to say yes to for our kids, whether they're teenagers or toddlers. We want them to have time with their friends. We want them to be involved in meaningful activities, sports, music, um, after school clubs, all the different things. We want them to have mentors and be active in church and we want to say yes to so many things for our kids let alone what we want to say yes to for ourselves we want um, to be involved in our own volunteer activities we want to have time with our people we have to do all the cleaning all the cooking all the shopping all the things my friend i get stressed out just hearing my own list there are so many things that can fill up on a family's calendar especially once the school year has started because now we have to add in time to get to school, time to be at school, time to handle homework, all the different school activities that come along with it. Life gets busy. And what we're particularly going to talk about today is the risk that allowing our family's calendar to get really, really full, allowing ourselves to get really, really busy, the risk that that can pose to quality family relationships. Because so often this is not something that we think about. We think we're saying yes to all these great opportunities. Our kids really want to go do these different things. We want to do these different things for ourselves. Um, We have to go to work. We have to go to school. We have to clean. We have to shop. There's a lot of things we have to do. There's a lot of things we really want to do and let our kids do. We sometimes don't think about the fact that that means we're saying no to something else. And often... Maybe this is just American culture, but it's true for so many families that I sit down with in the counseling room that we get so busy that we wind up neglecting time to relax, time to rest, time to refresh ourselves. We wind up neglecting opportunities for the family to enjoy life together. We let our kids say yes to so many other things that we wind up saying no to enjoyable family relationships. Obviously, that is never our intention, but that is something that we need to be mindful of. When we're filling up our family calendar, when we're saying yes to so many things, We want to make sure we are also protecting our family relationships. So that's what we're going to talk about today. We're going to talk about why it is that busyness might actually hurt your family relationships. And we're going to talk about some ideas for how to give your kids great opportunities, how to still say yes to the important things and protect quality family time and intimate, deep family relationships. 
if you ever feel busy, you ever look at the calendar and say, oh my gosh, we just got too much stuff on there, then my friend, this episode is for you. Let's dive in. Welcome to the Love Your People Well podcast, where we help women grow godly relationships, grateful hearts, and grace-filled lives. I'm Jess, and I'm a marriage and family therapist, a Christian, a wife, a mom, and I believe that God creates us for relationships, relationship with Him and with each other. So if you're looking to love God well, to love yourself, your family, and those around you well, you're in the right place. Stick around, friend, and let's get started. So this topic today, thinking about um, the risks that a busy family calendar can pose to our family relationships, this is something that I deal with all the time in the counseling room. I am a licensed marriage and family therapist. Let me just toss in my disclaimer here. This podcast is not therapy. I'm not your therapist. Nothing we're talking about is personal advice to your situation. And there is a link in the show notes to a page on the website, loveyourpeoplewell.com, which might help you think through how to find a great counselor if you think you might need some family or individual or marriage counseling. So I am a family therapist and I I think pretty much every time, at least the majority of the time, that I sit down with a family when parents and children are in the counseling room together, part of the issue is the family's calendar. Part of the issue is how busy everyone has gotten. And no one ever starts out intending to wind up in the counseling room because you're worried about your kid's behavior, you're worried about their morals or their ethical, you know, their decision making, or you're feeling so distant from them, or you're having a ton of conflict. Nobody starts out wanting that. That is not the goal of parenting. But we wind up sometimes saying yes to so many different things that it's kind of that slow trickle that the relationship starts to fade, starts to move in a direction that we never wanted. And sometimes by the time we realize it, a lot of damage has been done. And we serve a great God. Okay, God, he knows what you're saying yes to. He knows what you're saying no to. He knows the mistakes that you're making. And he has got it all. He is sovereign over all of it. And he is a God of restoration and healing. And so there is never a family who comes in the counseling room where I'm thinking, uh-oh, we are beyond repair. That is just not, not a possibility with our God because he can work miracles. So if, I'm, if you hear me talking about the risks that a busy calendar might pose to your family relationships, I don't want you to feel discouraged. I don't want you to feel hopeless. I just want us to make sure that our eyes are open as we go into a new school year or whatever season that your family life is in. Um, I want your eyes to be open so that you can be intentional about how you structure your time and how you fill the family's calendar. My kids are not even in school yet. They're not that age. And I want our conversation today to be helpful, not only if you're parenting teenagers, but if you're parenting toddlers. And let's be honest, even just if you don't have kids yet, if it's just you managing your own calendar, sometimes we get so busy that we neglect our relationships, the people that matter most. So this is a risk for all of us. But let's start by thinking about three reasons why I would say that a busy family calendar can sometimes put our family relationships at risk. One of the reasons is that quantity time starts to replace quality time. Because 
it is not the same if you are driving your kids, you know, all over the place to all the different sporting activities. You might spend a lot of time with them. They're in the backseat of the car, but that is not the same thing as quality time. And when things get really busy, we sometimes start to confuse the two. We start thinking, well, yeah, I see my kids a lot. I see my husband a lot, but that doesn't mean that the quality of your conversations is actually building a connection and moving that relationship forward. So one of the risks that we have when we start filling up the calendar is that we start losing out on quality time. Quality time Yes, you have to actually have the time together, right? It does require some amount of quantity. You have to be together. But it goes so much deeper than that. And we all know it, right? Quality time means we're actually available for conversation. When our kids want to have a conversation, they have questions, they're struggling with something, they are learning about something they're excited about. We want to be available to talk about that with them. And when the calendar is just so, 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 so busy... Sometimes that doesn't happen. They want to talk about it. And by the time we actually get an opportunity for that, everyone is tired or everyone is cranky and we just run out of time. So there is the risk that we lose quality time together because we have filled our time with something else. Another risk that we place on our family when we fill the schedule way too much is that we increase the likelihood that someone in the family is going to start really struggling with issues like stress or anxiety, issues like perfectionism. Um, People really, we really are not made to handle the strain of constant busyness. Even when all the things we're doing are fun and and things we want to do, things that enhance our lives and and grow us and, and we learn new things, there's a reason that God talks so often in the Bible about Sabbath, about rest. And when we when we fail to make that a priority in our schedule, in our kids' schedule, we increase the likelihood of some of those mental health struggles. Stress and anxiety are huge issues for today's preteens and teens. And even young kids, we find that their attention spans are shortening and issues like ADHD are increasing. Now, of course, all of that cannot be traced back to how busy was their calendar, but that does influence us. So many people put so much on themselves They have so many obligations, so many commitments that they don't take time to really get to know themselves, to figure out how do I actually, as as an individual with my strengths and my talents, how do I refresh? How do I enjoy this life? And so we run the risk of increasing issues like stress and anxiety in our family. And the third reason that I would highlight, um, the third issue that families sometimes face when their schedules get so, so, so busy is that parents, sometimes we don't think about the fact that we are outsourcing the influence on our children. And we want to be intentional about that. We, everyone needs mentors. We need healthy people in our lives who can speak into our struggles, our issues, our areas of growth. So we want that for our children. But when their time is filled with play dates and activities and obligations, even good ones, even things that are connected to the church or help them grow in school, help them academically, help them socially, we are outsourcing 
the influence over our children. And that does not take away the influence that parents have over their children, but it does mean if we're spending less time with them and they have more time outside of the home, it's inevitable that they're going to be influenced by more and more people, and we may have less and less control over what that influence looks like. I know plenty of parents who have very strict rules about screen time, what you're allowed to watch, what your media consumption can look like for their young children, even for their teenagers. But when their kids are away from the home, when they're at youth group or they're at a friend's house or they're at the swim team meet or whatever it might be, all of a sudden those other people, people other than the parents, have a lot more influence on is their kid going to be watching something on someone else's phone, someone else's tablet, that maybe that parent is actually not very comfortable with. And the thing is, as you hear me talk about all these different risks to the family relationships, it's very rarely because we've involved ourselves or our children in something that is problematic. We are not usually signing our kids up for activities where the tagline is, grow distant from your child. Yay! Like, that's not the sort of thing we're seeking. We're often filling our time with good things. The problem is when there are so many of those good things that we lose out on family time, we lose out on opportunity to just rest and just be together as a family, and we lose out on maintaining our our status as the primary influencer over our children, as the one who gets to decide what morals do we want this child to grow up with? How do we want them to make ethical, right decisions? How do we want them to think about themselves, their relationships, and the world? So friend, if, if I'm listing out these risks to the family relationship, my goal, as I said before, is to open our eyes, not to scare us, not to intimidate us, not to lead everyone to to cancel every single activity that, that you might have been planning for the new school year. The goal is simply to make sure that we go into this new school year with our eyes open, that we are intentional about what do we say yes to and where do we maybe put a line and say, no, we can't do five different sporting events this year. We have to narrow that down. I can't volunteer at every opportunity at the school or at the church. I have to narrow it down. And before I jump into three ideas for how you can find that balance, how you can give your kids great opportunities, but still protect that quality family time, the family relationships, before we dig into those ideas for how to do it, how to protect both sides of the coin, I want to invite you to sign up for the waitlist for an upcoming course that we will be offering at Love Your People Well. It's called From Chaos to Calm, and it's all about um, practical strategies that will help you find peace and purpose in your family life, in your schedule, your calendar, helping your family move from chaos to calm. Because if what I've been talking about so far is hitting a button with you, this uh, that's the reason that I'm creating this course. And um, we're pretty close to entering kind of the beta phase that the folks who have signed up on the wait list will get first dibs and a great price to, um, to check out the course and then any feedback that might come from that, any ideas or uh, recommendations, you know, I can make those final changes before the final launch. 
um, which will probably be early fall of 2021. So if, if what we're talking about and you're thinking, oh gosh, my family is really busy and I don't always think about how to intentionally protect the relationships, the family life, the family bond, um, then definitely go to the website. Uh, the link is in the show notes or you can find it at loveyourpeoplewell.com and check out a little bit more about From Chaos to Calm and you can sign up for the waitlist. There's no commitment if you're on the waitlist. It just gives you an opportunity to be first in line um, to dig into that course and to strengthen your family's peace and purpose and to bring calm to your own mental health, your own emotional well-being as you parent and shepherd your family. So I wanted to make sure that you know that that is coming and you can get on the wait list right now at loveyourpeoplewell.com. But I do have a few ideas right now about how to balance the opportunities that you want to give your kids, but also still protect that family time. And the first idea is to prioritize together as a family in each new season. And the new school year is a great time to do this, to kind of have a family meeting, you know, order pizza, I don't know, something, make it fun and talk together about what are everyone's goals for this upcoming season. And the, the thing about priorities is that, you know, in today in the Western culture, we've kind of made, we've made it a plural, right? I have these four top priorities, but the reality is that any given minute of my life, I can only have one. Like there, it really comes down to what is at the top of the list. And so, you know, if you've got a family of five, then you've probably got five priorities. That's plenty. And that's just one per person. But get together as a family, even if your kids are young, even if they're toddlers, they might not have a lot to contribute to this conversation. But they can still be a part of, of listening to mom and dad talk about okay, with everything that's coming up, we know what the next season is. What do we want to prioritize as a family? Are we going to prioritize time with friends because we want our kids to get some great social interaction? Or Are we going to prioritize trips because we want to go visit extended family? Or are we going to prioritize time at home to really develop some great routines so everyone's getting good sleep and the house is clean and mommy can feel (laughs) at peace? Those are three possible priorities, but they cannot all be a priority at the same time. It will not work out. So idea number one is to gather everyone together and have a conversation about what is the top priority for each person in the next season. The second tip is to then take those priorities, break them down, you know, figure out what sort of action steps, what sort of opportunities those priorities would lead to. Say yes to those things and put them on the calendar, put them in the daily schedule as quickly as possible. Because if those big things are already on the calendar, well, that uh, you know that you're not filling your time with meaningless stuff and it reduces the availability for all the other stuff that might be great, might be really good things, but it's just not the priority right now. So get together, label your priorities, and then put the things on the calendar that speak to those priorities. Even if that's, you know, every Friday night is family movie night. Yes, there might be a great football game at school. Yes, you might get invited to a really awesome work opportunity on a Friday night. But if you've already decided Friday night is movie night, then your calendar is already committed. So put those big priorities on the calendar. And then my third tip for balancing the opportunities that you all want to say yes to, but still protecting that family time 
is to give yourself permission, give your kids permission, and then practice saying no to the other good things that come along. Especially for our kids and the younger they are, the harder this is going to be for them. When something new gets presented to them, it's easy for those priorities to kind of sink to the back of our mind and this new shiny thing suddenly takes priority, suddenly feels like I have to say yes to this. And the younger our kids are, the easier it is because they just don't have the same attention span. They don't have the same long-term memory. They're not abstract thinkers yet. But even for us, when a new opportunity comes in front of me, it's really hard to say no unless I'm already well grounded in what are my priorities and I've already practiced saying no. And sometimes that means in the moment you say, let me check the calendar and get back to you so that you can go home and figure out what language do I want to use to say no to this person? Because obviously we don't want to be rude about that. But those are three ways that we can find more of a balance, prioritize as a family, and then put those priorities on the calendar and practice the language. Give yourself permission to say no to some of the other great things that come along that simply do not fit into the family's priorities right now in this season. So my friend, that is... My prayer for you and your family as you enter the fall season, whether that's back to school or or other stuff going on, is that you'll have some great opportunities from the Lord to plug into your community, to connect with friends, to volunteer, to grow, to learn new things, but that even more than that, that your family relationships will deepen during this next season. I hope that you will check out the upcoming course from Chaos to Calm and sign up for the waitlist. And I hope that you will walk away from today not discouraged about how busy your calendar might be, but willing and ready to practice prioritizing and saying no. Hugs and blessings, my friend. I'll talk to you soon.